Hey, I'm Andy Weir, author of Project Hail Mary, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Hay muchos cosas que no sabe sobre esto, podcasters. He's thinking outside the long box. We too go up the ass, but now each other. <laughs> you just said i barely understood what you said <laughs> there's many things you don't know about us <laughs> podcasters <laughs> you remember when his grandma says that yeah, <laughs> she yeah. was with the big ass kid <laughs> she left her pigtails down yeah <laughs> blue beetle is a 2023 american superhero film based on the dc character jaime reyes blue slash blue beetle produced by dc studios and the saffron company and distributed by warner bros P- pictures it's the 14th installment of the DC Extended Universe, uh, which is controversial because I think they said that it, this was one or two uh, of the new one. The 14th so we'll installment? Uh, which is just the 14th movie in the DCEU. I can think of like five. In the DCEU? Yeah. There's the three Supermans, the two Wonder Womans, the Flash. What the fuck else is that? Six. So you've got Man of Steel. Yeah. You got Batman versus Superman. Yeah, Suicide Squad. One. Oh, the Super- Wonder Woman, Justice League, Aquaman, Shazam, oh, yeah. right. Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman two. Uh, apparently, they count Je- J- Zack Snyder's Justice League as a different version of the other Justice League. Uh, the Suicide Squad, Black Adam, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, The Flash, and then the Blue Beetle. Yeah, that's one thing very hard to do. <laughs> Um, bu- 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 directed by Angel Manuel Soto, written by Garrett Dunnett Alcocer, and stars Solo Mariduena, I'm assuming is how you say that name. Don't know. Um, alongside a small cast. Um, uh, what'd you think? I, I thought this movie... I thought it was super good. Yeah, I thought it was, it was, I thought it was way better than it had any kind of like, business being i feel like it was, was it like a small budget cheesy and predictable right like yeah sure, sure. but it was fucking good I thought, <laughs> yeah. uh, 104 million budget 114.3 million is what it's made so far um i think it's only been out for two weeks i think i, I think, think this might be out. the third weekend yeah but i mean i think all that's just dc like bad hype because everyone i know who's seen it likes it no and it's i mean it's made its money back already in three weeks so it's not it's not bad um, it's got a 78% critic score and a 92% audience score. So it's well liked by the audience. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I don't, again, I, to me, this feels more like a Marvel movie than it does a DC movie. And that might be why I enjoyed it more. It has its darker moments, but it seems way more light and it seems way, it seems like it's okay taking yeah. it, making it fun of itself. Uh, especially George Lopez's character. Um, it, it just seems lighthearted and dark in the moments that it needs to be dark. Which I know, like DC has done that, but I mean Marvel has done that. I just, I just don't credit that to like a Marvel thing. That's just kind of like a recipe for like a fun popcorn movie. 
and Marvel's sure. done it more than DC's sure. done it. Right. I don't know, like people like credit like this is like a Marvel way of. I was like, that's just like a, <laughs> like that's like a you know, there's Ghostbusters. There's a lot of elder movies that sure, have sure. the same recipe. Sure. Um, just because I always hear that, like DC trying to steal stuff from Marvel, I'm like Marvel did not invent this shit. Like I don't, they I do it very well. I don't think that I. I think they stole it. To me, just yeah. feel we're talking yeah, about yeah. the superhero realm. I think so that it they, feels like a Marvel movie to me. I, I think it's great. I don't give a fuck. I'm not saying it. you did. I'm saying like stuff that I read online. Oh. <laughs> I see that shit a lot. Where they're like they're just stealing how Marvel does shit. I was like, this is how popular like fun <laughs> popcorn movies have done shit for fucking ever. Like Marvel jumped on that bandwagon way sooner. I mean, even if they did steal it from, who cares? It's a it's a good movie. Like, don't you want to watch a good movie rather than a shitty dark movie? Well, <laughs> it's just obnoxious because there's like no history put into. They act like Marvel invented movies. <laughs> like it did not. And the people who all the things that I could think of that have been stolen are sold on the Marvel side, not the DC <laughs> side. Now they're doing them better. I'm not gonna lie. Huh? <laughs> they they're the stealers. <laughs> so this movie is all about obviously the birth of the third Blue Beetle. Um, Ted Cord has, I, I guess at the end you, at the end there's a big spoiler, but I, I can't remember if they think he's dead or if he just disappeared. I mean, they thought he was dead, but evidently he's not dead. Yeah. So they, they think he's, he's gone. Um, and his, uh, his sister, um, and the, Jaime Reyes is like second in command. I can't remember her name. Um, his daughter. Uh, they they kind of co-run the show, but his his sister is the one who is acting CEO of the company now to, from Ted Cord. Being evil as fuck. <laughs> She's like super, like not real super villainy. Like I don't think like in today's age, like you can really just do shit like that. Like we human sacrifice, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> At least not in, like, a major U.S. city. <laughs> like, we, we don't care about this stuff. Apparently they don't care. I think there's a little bit. You got to take a little bit more. <laughs> flying around helicopters just shooting people. Just don't give a shit. <laughs> Victoria Cord is his brother. Uh, like I said, she took over CEO of Cord Industries after he disappeared. And she the, the main crux is that she's trying to get the scarab so that she can create more yeah. super soldiers, essentially. So that's the, the, the big difference between her and uh, Jenny, who is Ted's daughter, um, is that Jenny doesn't want the company. She wants to like create and build yeah. and kind of help the future. And Victoria seems to just want to create a giant army uh, to take over. So She wants to make weapons. Yes. Trying to take over that Tony Stark-esque thing. <laughs> So that's how we get to a lot of money and firearms. <laughs> and the Victoria at the beginning of the movie already really like into the movie. Sherry sure, has the scarab. They have it like hooked up to this freaking machine. I don't know what it's doing. I don't know if it's analyzing or I don't have no idea. Yeah. And Jenny steals it. Um, and then her, her, which she's trying to kind of make it seem like she's still on their team. So she gives the scarab to Jaime um and is like oh go go and then she trying to she like sells the security oh let's do this let's lock down the building and shit so she's still trying to save face yeah um and that's essentially how Jaime gets control of the scarab in a box of like fast food <laughs> big bo- big boy burger that's a that's an in world burger whatever that chain is I don't remember what it was called but <laughs> he's not supposed to open it but of course he does <laughs> and then it goes up his ass. It didn't go up his ass. That's what. <laughs> I mean, I don't, we don't know if it did or didn't, but if it happened to me, I wouldn't want you to know that either. So, 
can just speculate that it may or may not have gone off his ass. It's like one of those things in The Mummy, bro. It just burrows into you. You know what's obnoxious? The only like real negative review I saw of this movie was from a white person claiming that like it makes our culture look like it makes Hispanic culture look like simple and pedestrian and like it's making fun of us as a people. And I was like, yeah, I don't think yeah, I thought any Mexicans thought that way. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, like, what did it do for like saying bad about Mexicans? Like, they care about family, so, <laughs> and some are poor. Listen, we are simple people. Yeah. If if <laughs> the funny thing, there's is, a member of my family that is very similar to every member <laughs> of that family. So I was gonna say the funny thing is George Lopez. His whole career is built off of making fun of us. Yeah. Like, that's who he is. But in a way, that's respectful. Right, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. In a way, that's it tells the story of his life. That's yeah. Like, he grew up with those people. Exactly. And like, so- I think any Hispanic <laughs> who has a large family has those people. Right. So, I, I think that there's... I, I honestly think that's something wrong in the in today's society that there's a lot of people who are not in uh, we're mex i'm mexican we're mexican so like there's a lot of people who aren't in the collective of mexicans who want to stick up for us which is fine i don't know usually not for mexicans it happens with african americans too but they do it in a way that makes us seem like like we I don't know. Like we're damsels. Like we can't take care of it ourselves. Like it's okay. Like it's those are my people on the screen. I like I get it. But also, like if they were if they were putting down Mexicans, I would say so. Right. I don't need you to say so. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. And if I don't don't say so, then you do say so. It seems a little fucking weird. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like like maybe it's fine. You're just a little crazy white people. But I, I feel like I think that about a lot of things that people get offended about. And so, I don't know. I don't know. I'm weird. Like, I don't really give a fuck about people making fun of me or my culture or whatever the fuck. You know, especially when it's done in jest. No, I don't like, either. But if, people if, uh, who I know. I don't either. But if a movie was claiming to, like, be representative of the Hispanic culture, and then it went out and just, like, made it shit, and then they were acting like that's how we really are, then I would say something. Like, right. it wouldn't annoy it. Like, it wouldn't really offend me, but uh-huh. I would definitely say something about that. I'd be like, what the fuck? So does this movie, aside from inherently having a Hispanic cast, yeah. which I don't even know if that's allowed to be said anymore, but I don't give a fuck. Um, There's probably different terms for like it. It's like some Latin X yeah. shit. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Um, but Neither does it, any Hispanic. <laughs> in, inherently, this movie is just filled with Hispanic people. I don't know that I ever saw anything that was like, this is the the Hispanic movie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anything was ever portrayed the way that you're saying. Like, if they were saying, this is your representation. I think it just happens to be a superhero movie, and they happen oh, to no, be Oh, no, I Hispanic, mean, like, so. it definitely did. There's even a line in the movie where he says, like, maybe it's time we have a superhero. Like, like I mean... They're they're pandering to that audience, but I mean not in a bad way. Like it, that's who he is in the comic books. Like that's what I mean. Is he it, is that person is it pandering, or is that just who the character is? That's that's my point. When the robot voice in your head starts speaking Spanish, you're pandering a little bit. Okay, but it's but I'm fine with it. Like it's okay to have like different representations. Sure. Like I don't think pandering is always a bad thing. Like when you show and have different representations of different cultures, like it's fine. Like people we haven't had that for a long time so doing it is not a bad thing as long as it's done like respectfully sure. which i think it was done respectfully here so i think that black panther B- black panther does did it really well yeah and that movie to me felt way more like 
this is representing our people. This is you're going to see a lot of our culture in it and that kind of stuff. I didn't get that from the from the no. This didn't go. As, this was advertised. This didn't go as right? hard as that, right? And so that's why that's why to me I felt more like this just seems like a movie about this dude. He happens to be Hispanic, and this just happens to be well. I mean, shit is treated Black Panther just did it like. To the hundredth degree, though it's sure. like, which is a great movie. I I really really enjoyed it. So. I do too, but I mean I don't even know if it's accurate, but it's <laughs> you could have just called that movie "We Are Africa." <laughs> like, like it went it went all out. Just fucking rhinos in that movie. And I I, f- I feel like that's like I don't I don't know like we don't I feel like maybe Hispanics don't celebrate ourselves as much. Uh, out in the open, like I don't, I don't see it as much. Obviously, it happens. I know yeah. it happens. I know that there are sections of the Hispanic any community who May are 5th. super, That's super about fucking it. proud of everything. You know what I mean? Which is fine. But I feel like we just, as a people, I don't feel like we put ourselves out there like some other cultures. Like we just don't. It seems to not care. <laughs> I think a portion of that, and this is like getting serious, comes from not wanting to be deported. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I'm not lying. Like, I don't know. I don't, I could we're, be. we're getting to the point in our culture where you know, a, you know, a lot of there are a lot of American Hispanics, but you know, one generation back, that wasn't so true. Sure, you know, sure. like there's even a couple of my familia that <laughs> the wrong people show up. <laughs> they're not staying with us anymore. No, I. So I, I bet that has a little bit to do with keeping it, you know, either under wraps or in our own like pockets of city. Like if you know, there's like. All Hispanic areas, yeah. and in those areas, like I, I, it's represented a little bit more, but it's just us. <laughs> I wonder if, like, because I, I do see a difference in in cultures, the way that the the way that their they the way that parents raise their kids. So I was raised to obviously respect where I came from, but I think, like you said, because of the way that most Hispanic families ended up here, you were raised to, you're, you're American. Yeah. You just got here. You fucking learn English. You do these My things. mom wouldn't even speak. You're an American. My mom wouldn't even speak right? Spanish around right. us. Yeah. So, uh, two or three generations, you lose a lot of that anyways, yeah. where I feel like a lot of other cultures are like, we're here, but you're still who you are. Don't you fucking forget that shit. Yeah. You grew up with in a, in a different way. Whereas when we got here, we were taught to fucking, you better, you better not call attention well, to yourself. <laughs> again, though, that's because there's no fear of being right. sent back. And, and that's what I'm saying. I yeah. feel like that's what, that's what happens is that you ask a lot of Hispanics... Like me, for for instance, you know, maybe not a lot of we're in, I'm in this weird slice. I feel like a lot of younger Hispanics are are changing that in a good way. Where they're yeah. like, no, fuck that, we're Mexican because they get to now, right? Yeah. So where the middle kind of where I am, I feel like we were. I'm I I feel like I'm American before I'm anything. Me too. I tell people that all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm not Mexican American, bitch. I'm an American who happens to be Mexican. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> Like don't I, I I hate it when people come up to me and they assume I speak Spanish. Ask me. That's I'll speak Spanish to you. Yeah. Ask me. But and so I think that's just a hugely different mindset between our culture and a, a lot of other cultures. I definitely agree. Again, I, I think that there's a reason. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a it's nothing I've really thought about before. But like, I think that's a privilege that a lot of other races get to have that. We are getting to have, I would say, like the younger generation now, but right. we haven't had up until this point. And even, I mean, still now, you can still get very uh, socially ostracized by certain groups of people if you're Hispanic openly. Right. Like, I, I still see it. I've still been, and I don't give a fuck, I have still been called a wetback before, <laughs> like, which is fucking weird. 
<laughs> Whenever someone says something like that racist, I'm like, are you serious? Is it a joke? <laughs> you, you joking with me right now? No, bro. We, we climbed the wall. We didn't fucking go through the channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see me? I walked across the border, homie. Legally. I ain't swimming. Yeah. I- Although, surprisingly, I'm very buoyant. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I and I think that's why, to me, in my mind, tonally, maybe this movie wasn't like a lot of other, uh, I don't want to call it racial movies, but a lot of like different cultured movies. I don't think it was like throwing your face every two yeah. seconds. I think it made a point to be like family oriented, which is like right. the Hispanic trait that I don't think a lot of other races have for some reason. I don't understand it, but that's definitely something Hispanic that's different from a lot of cultures in America. Right. That they are more family oriented, so I think they deploy deploy that a lot in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it tells like an immigrant story. It's trying to. Yep. I think it. Like I said, I think it panders to Hispanics a little bit. And it's not crazy. I don't think that's a bad thing. The overall movie is like fun to watch. It's funny. It has cool fight scenes. Mm-hmm. It's not slow or boring. Which like a lot of first superhero movies kind of are sometimes. (laughs) I think in the slower times you have the levity and that helps it not feel as slow. Yeah. And so uh, do so I don't I I don't know anything about Blue Beetle. Down to George Lopez driving a Tacoma. (laughs) That was fucking phenomenal. Dude, Tacomas Tacomas are the trucks of Mexican people though. Like they are. There's one sitting in my driveway. Yeah. (laughs) No, the taco Oh, I fucking love it. I, I, to, to go back a little bit though, like, did you, uh, aside from like knowing of Blue Beetle, because I obviously knew what the Blue Beetle was and who he was, but I knew very little about him because I don't read the book. I didn't. I don't even know if there's an ongoing series right now. No, did yeah, you, do you? Do you know? Like, it, do, have yeah, you read? Well, Blue Beetle is like a character I collect from like the Golden Age forward. So that's a totally different the Dan Blue Garrett Beetle. Blue Beetle. Yeah. It's a totally different Blue Beetle, but. Um, yeah, he was there through Charlton Comics yep. and then came into DC. But um, I haven't read a lot of the newer stuff. I have read like the beginning and like this character, like the introduction of this character. But I haven't read a ton of stuff with him. A lot of the older stuff, the non-Hispanic stuff, I have. But right, right, right. So, the- but I'm starting to like go back and check it out because he's just a cool character. Right. He's like an alien Iron Man kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so the original Blue Beetle. From what I know, didn't have magical powers at first. He uh, he he took a vitamin or some bullshit that helped him. Fuck, I can't remember when I because I made a video on it too uh, that did pretty okay. Um, but it was that one, and then the, like you said, Charlton Comics. Once DC took over, they they changed his name by one letter, um, but it was essentially the same dude. Uh, and then they moved into what what I think arguably is probably the most popular that may be changing now, but it's Ted Cord. Uh, that's that's the most popular Blue Beetle. Um, but aside from that, I don't I didn't know any of the villains. I didn't know who his main bad guys were. Like I don't know anything about him. Um, and so I I. Th- what I what I think sucks in these kinds of movies is that you don't introduce anything else that's lar- looming larger. Um, spoiler at the very end, 
after everybody thinks that Ted Cord is dead, we zoom in on the on the his layer that they happen to find, and he he's like talking through a screen. It sounds like he's trying to say that he's not dead. So it seems I'm, to be alive. I'm assuming that that's going to further the storyline, but like there's no. There's no looming threat at all. Like they, they killed, they didn't kill him. He killed himself. But they took down the bad guy, <laughs> um, and it just doesn't seem it doesn't seem long term yet. Um, and this is, I think, this is supposed to be the. Fr- I know it says the 14th installment of the DCEU, but I think this is supposed to fall sometime within the new Saffron and. Um, Fucking, what's the the other dude's name? I don't remember the other dude's name. Uh, he moved over from Quint, uh, Gunn, James Gunn, and yeah. Saffron. It's I think it's supposed to fall within their timeline because they're getting rid of all the other shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's he's taking a fucking eraser brush, I guess, to the DC. <laughs> Are we keeping Blue Beetle in it, or is Blue Beetle like the last of the not ones? So that's what I, that's what I'm saying. I thought he was supposed to be the f- it, from everything I read. Like maybe this wouldn't be the kickoff to their universe, but that he would still be within the universe. Yeah. So this seems like a standalone movie all by itself, even though he's going to be in the new DCU. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. Um, that they're creating, but I'm excited for it. I think it fell short just in the world. Vitamin two X. <laughs> but he did actually have. I, I do remember he did actually have some uh, super ability, but it wasn't crazy. He was just like a little bit stronger. Right. And, I think it came from that vitamin thing. And I then think that once gave him bulletproofness. But once I don't they remember. retconned his his name, I think that's when they created this the scarab, the blue beetle kind of uh, timeline. Yeah, but. I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it. I wish that I don't know. Maybe I, I I wish and maybe I don't wish, but I feel like it could have done a little bit better of building the universe that I think that we're going to see in the future. But it was a really really good movie. It, like I said at the beginning, it had its dark moments where it needed to have the dark moments. You felt bad within a matter of like five minutes for the the big villain. Um, I mean, he suicides himself at the end. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you you come to learn that he's essentially been enslaved by Victoria, yeah. and just tortured to do her bidding. And so it was it was kind of a shitty moment to be like, oh fuck, she, she made him kill his parents, didn't she, or something like that? Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, it's a it was it was a, it was a sad outcome. She carmined them, <laughs> <laughs> made you eat your parents. Uh, but I, I would, man, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to give it in the nineties, but because it was a really good movie, no, I would. Um, I'd probably do like eighty eight, eighty nine. That's where I would be. Yeah, that'd be a B plus, but it's not like a, it's not like a whole run or anything. It, it's, I'm, it's tentative because it's, it's good. I, I'd like to watch it, but I, I want to see where it falls within the bigger picture of what's happening too. I think it's perfect for what it is because, like, I mean, it could be better movie, and I don't ever want to see it again. But it's the type of movie I could watch, like. Five six times probably honestly, yeah. like why am I going to? But I could because <laughs> it was just funny. It had you know cool parts, the one liners. What do you think of the suit? Look uh, okay to you? I thought it looked pretty dope. I like the idea of a, of uh, him being able to create pretty much whatever the fuck he wants as long yeah. as he could think of it. Uh, and then I think in my head, Ooh, what would I create? <laughs> what would I do in this instance? He's like a armored Green Lantern kind of. Yes. Yes. Which is weird because it's in the Green Lantern universe. <laughs> I don't know which one's better. Well, Green Lantern does Green more Lantern, things. Yeah. But, I mean, he got no armor, though. <laughs> he can build himself armor. Yeah, man. <laughs> just get a yellow bullet and he dies. 
silly son of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Took him out with a banana peel. (laughs) Never saw it coming. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, No, I... Again, I, I obviously I think as the as the time goes on, I don't know if one hundred and four million dollars is a small budget. It feels like a small budget to me, um, so I don't know. If I think it is for a movie with this much CGI, right? And, and I think that that can grow and get better as it goes because there were a little, there were some moments where I was like, ah, that looks kind of wonky, but way better than the fucking Flash that they just put out that had probably five hundred million dollar fucking budget. Yeah. So, so here's the thing too with like, obviously, none of these people listen to our podcast, but <laughs> if you do randomly, you know, DC, you have to be willing. To just lose money in the probably the next one, two, maybe even three. Like, you have to make amazing fucking movies. You have to put probably twice the budget of Blue Beetle behind them. And then you have to be prepared of them making a quarter of that back. <laughs> to where you, like, gain the reputation of, like... Because I think the more times like this that, like, it comes out and the fans are, like, in the 90 percentile of, like, liking it, you get three or four of those under your belt. Your box office hits are going to start coming back like sure. crazy. Like... Until then, you just got you got to deal. You can't just like recoup and expect like the fans to just instantly be on board. I am, but I, I mean, like that doesn't mean anybody else is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we are because I mean, we yeah. watch everything. I'm going to watch everything, no matter what. You know, even no matter how hot garbage it looks, I'm going to watch it. I didn't. I I knew going into the Flash that I probably was not going to be a big fan of that film, but I watched it. It is what it is. I liked I wanted it. To see what it looked like. So uh, I liked it. I don't think it looked nearly as bad as people. Thought. It looked great, but oh, but it looked bad. It's not insanely bad. Come on, it looked bad. Two years ago it would have been fine. <laughs> no to way. me, that's not bad. No way. <laughs> it's not that bad. I watched the whole. Usually, corridor crew guy, the YouTube guys, they yeah. don't shit on almost anything, and they put a whole fucking video out about shitting on this on this movie. It was funny, um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm in the 8089s. I think you should go watch it. Um, we don't we don't spoil a ton, but I, I think you should definitely go see it. It's uh, it's worth it. I think it's a great f- first entry into this universe again. I think that James mm-hmm. Gunn especially probably knows that he's got to win a whole fucking audience back. So I'm hoping that that translates into making cool fucking movies again that don't need to be the darkest, angriest, emo fucking movies that you could put out. Like, it's just tonally nobody... Like, maybe one movie in a universe you want to see that way, but I don't need to see five of the seven movies all be shit, emo, sad movies, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Here's what I hope they do, because... To me, the Justice League is almost too powerful. Like, all the superheroes are very crazy powerful. (laughs) But you're starting out with a Titan. So, I would develop the single movies, the Superman movies and whatever, and then I think I would develop the Teen Titan as a team movie and not have a Black Horse or Starfire. That was fucking weird from the TV show. (laughs) But... um, and then you can pop in those bigger characters in the movies in the background. I think that would make so much more sense and kind of humble down the threats. We don't got to fight fucking dark side and shit. <laughs> I, I like that idea. Like, uh, obviously on the – and here's the thing. Like, I, again, I, when this all started, I, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago, I don't even know if I was reading comic books at the time. So for me, when when you when somebody would ask, like, who's the – the most powerful superhero, you know, I probably would have thought of like Superman, Batman, uh, these kind of monster who are in pop culture. You knew who they were no matter what. Uh, I probably would have said Spider-Man, 
<clears throat> I don't know if I would have said Iron Man at that point. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know if I would have said Thor. At no that one would point. have. Nobody would have said the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like these are pools that you're popular. I mean, they definitely weren't. No, that's what, and that's what I mean with the larger audience. I think that you have so much, so much to dig for that you don't necessarily. He already announced the Superman, which is I get it. I, he's a tentpole of the universe. Well, I think it's but cool to make their movies. Right. It's just like you put Superman. And Green Lantern and Aquaman and the Flash in the movie. It's like who do they really realistically <laughs> fight? Like right. so you don't they fight like Starro and shit, like <laughs> which is what they do in the comics. And it's like that's cool, but it's like that's a hard movie to make. <laughs> but you get like the Teen Titans together, which is you know fucking Nightwing. Right. I mean Starfire is like, and there are some powerful members sure. of that team too. But who do they fight? Like they fight like Deathstroke and shit like that. You know, like it's <laughs> we can dumb this shit down a little bit. Like it, I think it's great. <laughs> it's exactly what what they did with the Netflix Marvel side, right? Uh, you know, those people fought fucking Kingpin and shit. You know, and Punisher, and it was gritty and it was still funny and it yeah. was still it was it didn't need to be galactic. You don't uh, yeah. Well, movie doesn't need to be in space and huge it just needs to be good yeah and i think that dc has enough characters in their arsenal that they can find and pull from and make some interesting fucking cool movies yeah and as you can tell i mean even on the marvel side once you go bigger than like thanos which is still just a dude uh, i mean he's a really powerful right. dude but he's a dude yeah. people haven't really loved those movies <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know if this is the way Marvel's making them, or and, and but you get like even, Celestials involved, and right. people are like, "What the fuck is this?" Even they can pivot right at this point. You don't need to go bigger. You just can go to the side. You know, you're we they're which they did. I think they went with Blade. Kang and stuff like. Yeah, yeah. That's they were like, fine. "Let's get like another dude," because <laughs> I don't, and because this is what I've heard from like non comic book fans on the Marvel side. When they, it wasn't so much that they hated the movie, like the Celestials movie. It was just they were like, "What the fuck is this?" Like when the giant Celestials are in the sky and coming out of the earth, like exactly those were exactly my friend Josh's. He was like, "What the fuck is that?" Like he wasn't, he just didn't care. He's like, "I don't want this." Like, <laughs> like how does Iron Man fight that? <laughs> Like, he doesn't. That's, that's I what it is. Yeah, I think that's a big problem for for anybody. I, yeah. you know, I, I I'm a, I'm I'm excited to see the dare. That's why I was okay with She Hulk. Like, yeah. it's a different. It's it's weird. Yeah. but it, it's it's exactly I think what's needed. That it, was terrible CGI. It was awful. It was bad too. You know what I mean? Even the Hulk kind of looked kind of funky sometimes in that show. But I'm I want to see Blade again. I want to see Punisher. I want to see yeah. uh, you know all of these side characters that don't need me to go to outer space or huge like you I it, it's hard enough you're having to to suspend my disbelief in some of these things then I have to pretend like there's just some giant galactus like creature out in the ocean that nobody's ever seen yeah. before or or cared to mention about like I don't know it's just it's too much at some point I think you can make those movies I just don't think they can be on earth like, if you make a Silver Surfer movie and it just happens in fucking space, like, that's a different movie. Like, it's <laughs> crazy and it's sci-fi and crazy. Right. But if Galactus is, like, chilling over Florida, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hulk smash? I don't think he does. I think Hulk gets smashed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just weird. I think you're right, though. Like, so, for I know we're way off topic, but at this point, but, like, Aliens, for example... As soon as it started coming back to the planet, it was it it kind of dumbed down a little bit. In space, 
it was great. It was scary. It was gritty. You don't fucking know what's happening out there. You know what I mean? It's space just seems scarier for that type of event. Um, but as soon as you bring it home, it's like, ah, man, it's hard to believe that a whole world of armies can't solve two aliens. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a weird thing to me. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure like a, a SEAL team can take out like a hive of aliens. Like, <laughs> I mean, they might get the first couple SEALs because I'll be like, what the fuck sure, are these things? Yeah. But after that, you know, it's well-placed grenades. And <laughs> I think it's 50 cow bullets are pretty big. <laughs> no, but uh, Blue Beetle's good. Definitely go watch it. Uh, the OMAC was the main villain. Uh, if you, He was the main, like, beat-up villain. Yeah. Victoria was the main villain. So, uh, again, spoiler alert, everybody dies. Every, every villain dies in this fucking movie. So who knows who Blue Beetle's going to fight next. That's not typical for DC. Either. <laughs> they usually let their villains last forever. Eh? <laughs> fucking so. villain suicided himself. Took out his boss. Great movie. Go watch it. The CG, I think, looked really good. There were times that it looked wonky, but otherwise it looked good. It's made money. It's popular with the audience, 92%. Go watch it. Go watch it in your theaters. Uh, it's worth it for sure. Um, but, yeah, uh, I I was in – I think we were both B+, plus, I think is where we were. Okay. Uh, TOTLB.com. We are in New York Comic Con next month, I believe. Uh, I don't know when you're going to hear this because I'm putting out a bunch of interviews before all of this stuff. Um, <laughs> hopefully catch all of those interviews too, see what's going on. It's our first New York Comic Con, so I don't know what kind of interviews are going to happen, uh, but we'll see. Um, until then, TOTLB.com, you can check us out on all of the things, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikToks, all of those things. Uh, on the TikTok channel, I've been releasing uh, a lot of the old stuff from the YouTube channel, and it's been doing pretty well. Um, the Grand Admiral Thrawn movie, the fucking video I just put out is doing really well on Instagram, so go check that out. People love that motherfucker. <laughs> Again, I've never I'm not a I I feel like I'm a surface level nerd for a whole bunch of shit. And I so I like Star Wars, I'm okay with Star Trek. I like all a bunch of stuff, but once you get into the fine tune, I don't know who Grand Admiral Thrawn was. And See, I, so I used to read all the books like when I was like in high school. Right. They were like that was like one of the series of books I used to like. So like I do, but I'm not the level. I would never call myself a Star Wars nerd cuz there's those guys are <laughs> tense. <laughs> I got the knowledge. <laughs> and so I don't have a lot of the knowledge, so it's fun finding out and learning and doing videos on some of these things. So uh, go check out all the things. Until next time, I've been Juan. I'm Doyle. And we will catch you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with your hosts, Doyle and Juan. To catch all the latest from us, visit our website at TOTLB.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Outside Long Box, TikTok at TOTLB Podcast, and Thinking Outside the Long Box on Facebook and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, post about it on social media, leave a rating and review, and consider a Patreon membership. Thanks for listening.